0: Hey there, News peelers. This is Adele, the host of Appeal.News podcast. I hope you're having a good summer so far, and perhaps you're taking a better break from the news, and rightfully so. With midterm elections coming up, we all need a respite before the craziness of the news starts all over again. We will be taking a brief summer break too to coordinate our season's schedule with our guests and to line up exciting programs going into the fall season. Here are some examples of the upcoming episodes we're working on. Mass shootings and gun control have been on the news. So we're appealing the history behind the Second Amendment. Why was the Second Amendment written differently than the rest of the amendments in our Bill of Rights? And why are there different versions of the Second Amendment? We'll also look at the history of the US Census since it's been on the news lately. And it was also in the news in a big way during the closing months of Mr. Trump's presidency. As far as the census history goes, did you know that the U.S. Congress completely ignored the 1920 census? This was a shocking political stance by members of Congress during the 1920s, one that should have caused a constitutional crisis, but for many reasons it didn't. And it's also one that is largely forgotten in our history. I'll just tell you this much about it. It had a lot to do with alcohol and immigrants. And here's another hot topic, the relationship between China and Taiwan. A prominent scholar of China will soon join us to talk about her forthcoming book on this subject. Of course, this history is even more interesting now after Mr. Biden's recent pronouncement or perhaps gaffe that America will militarily defend Taiwan. We will be peeling the fascinating and at times shocking histories behind many more news developments and can't wait to share them with you soon. For now, I'll leave you with some fun highlights from our prior episodes. Why did Florida grant this special district status? Did Walt ask for it? Is Was it necessary?
1: Yeah. Um, first of all, everyone assumes that Disney world is what Walt wanted. And that's not the case. It's not. No. Uh, Walt had become fascinated with city planning late in his life. And he, um, uh, Read a a number of books on city planning, and he became fascinated with the idea of creating a city, uh, a city of the future, where people would live and work and go to school and, you know, kind of a utopian, if you will, uh, situation.
2: So this is a very important background to what's going on in Ukraine at the moment. Because for centuries, the Ukrainian, the Ukrainian lands were ruled either from Krakow or Warsaw or Vilnius for about the same amount of time they've been ruled from Moscow. So to regard them just as Russian is wrong. And it's why the, the history of Poland-Lithuania is it's, it's, vital and important to this very day. The influences are still to be seen. You know, in the 20th century, Lviv and Lviv until 1939 was very much a Polish-speaking Yiddish-speaking city with large Polish and Jewish populations surrounded by a large population of Ukrainians in the countryside. Many of the Ukrainian nobility, let's call it, were, became over the next 50, 100 years, they tended to become Catholic, Roman Catholic, and to speak Polish. They were Polonized, as the historians call it.
0: How big is the national burden of a student debt?
3: Currently, it's $1.73 trillion.
0: Trillion as in T as in Tom? Trillion.
3: The T as in Tom. Trillion. Wow. And that actually established a situation in which, on the one hand, the government is saying something relatively logical, relatively, you know, um, something that makes sense. But people at the bottom knew that our market is not competitive, that the majority of assets are actually Controlled by the elites, and immediately they started shouting this thing called Shao ket," and that means "old man, get out." So then became this chicken or the egg, right? Was yeah. it the pain or was it the addiction that came first? And how do you, you can't treat them separately? But on a macro level, you know, when you're looking at this, who is to blame? It comes down to pharmaceutical companies who were really pushing this.
0: Is Mr. Putin an ideological man?
4: Uh, I think he has become that. Um, In what way? Well, um, it's not an ideology that you and I would recognize as particularly coherent, um, but it is, and it is anti things. So one thing it is anti is is liberalism, and that is you know small l liberalism, as in classical liberalism, the 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 basis on which uh, you know united the United States democracy was was built.
5: So the thing that I'm trying to tell people is things in space right now are not at the it's dire, it's done, it's doomsday. We're not there right now. But it doesn't take, it's not rocket science, maybe it is, to like look at this stuff, and it's easy, in my opinion, it's easy to predict that space becomes unusable at some point, maybe not five years, who knows? Space becomes unusable on the current path. That is for sure. So why not make the changes now? Why wait for something really, really bad to happen? When people say, when people say, Are you gonna wait for something bad to happen? I'm like, you mean something worse than Russia blowing up one of their own satellites and polluting a whole part of orbit just months ago? Like, how many, how many of these things do we have to wait to see happen?
0: He's also building a Bitcoin city. Uh, he's going to use Thermal power from an extinct nearby volcano. And this sort of almost sounds James Bond-ish, you know, activities in an extinct uh, um, volcano. And I'm not making this up. This is from the Wall Street Journal. So what's going on here? Yeah, you couldn't make this up. You couldn't make this up, <laughs> you could, you make um, this up seriously. I, I, I think um, every, you know, clever politician needs um a flag to to fly under and this is a sexy set of initiatives to which the president can can point uh and the IMF
5: is not happy about this
0: and 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 it creates uh very significant risks
5: um but it's interesting to note here that what when he's called Peter the Great the reason he's called Peter the Great is not because he was the great reformer and brought all this westernization You get to be great when you've built an empire. That was literally, that is the official way in which, and it's true of European monarchs as well. He became great because he expanded the Russian empire. And that is where Catherine the Great uh, is also really interesting. Another one of these powerful leaders who is admired by many, especially those who admire the, the state. Of course, there's another side of the story I want to tell. But Catherine the Great pushed Russia even more into European civilization much more she's named great because she expanded the empire including westward toward ukraine what is it used in now
4: every almost everything uh anything biological that has dna will use crispr i I consider crispr what i call a field specific general purpose technology um so you'll find it being used now for bio you know in bacteria for biofuels you'll find people using it
0: biofuels
4: yep Yeast, ye- you know they'll modify uh, use CRISPR to modify yeast to make uh, um, uh, yogurts or or beers. Even actually, can I? You,
0: you hadn't had beer.
4: I, ha- I have. I have a demonstrative. Hold on. The, I think the more interesting question becomes: How is it that a Nobel Prize winner, when the Nobel Prize is defined a certain way in the community, then ends up with ownership of a slightly narrower portion of the pie and so one of the things is is to keep in mind there's this huge context of what CRISPR is good and bad for and so one of the things we need to work on as a community is sort of what are the ethical boundaries we got to set up how do we set those things up Um, And, you know, how do we make sure we don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, which is what happened with gene editing in the 90s, right? Where we moved a little too fast, somebody died, and then the whole field collapsed. I don't know that we get another chance after CRISPR. In the speech that Putin gave, justifying his actions, annexing, uh, or sort of recognizing the independence of Donetsk and Luhansk, he refers to Ukraine as a creation of Vladimir Lenin. And that's fundamentally wrong. Ukrainian nationalism had existed, Ukrainians existed, and the idea of a Ukrainian state existed. And the first Ukrainian state was created in opposition to Lenin, in fighting against Lenin's efforts to bring Ukraine back under control. Um, and so again, the, sort of Putin's portrayal of the history here, I think, is, is fundamentally incorrect when he talks about Ukraine as a creation of Vladimir Lenin and a creation of the Communist.
5: so so
1: in china Uh a lot of local government investment companies that are you know um, have a land bank they're building infrastructure and even some property developers they have been in this minsky stage or the ponzi stage of the according to minsky's theory for quite some
6: time you know in some sense the more concentrated power is the more likely we are to go to war and for several reasons, but the big one is remember what I said we go to war when we forget the costs of violence and we choose bloodshed instead of politics. And the more concentrated is power, the more unchecked and unaccountable are our leaders, the more the cost they can ignore. They, you know, if you're an absolute autocrat, what do you care about the soldiers dying or the citizens dying? Or you care a little bit, maybe. But but you can afford to ignore a lot of those costs. And you might even see it as your your interest to go to war uh, because it, it doesn't help your whole group and all your citizens, but it might help you cling on to power.
7: And there's all of these anxieties, right, about kind of prostitution, lust being um, enlisted by these tawdry materials, kind of great fear of master, masturbation among youth, about sex before mm-hmm. marriage, about abortion. Um, and about the use of contraceptions. And so, uh, uh,
0: just to. I'm sorry to interject. Yeah. You said great fear of masturbation among youth. How would they even know this? Is this something that is discussed? Well, because they just... look at. The,
7: well, so Anthony Comstock clearly has his own obsession with his own sin, shameful past um, in, these, <laughs> in these solitary act, um, a mini Comstock law. So there's sort of both federal authority and state legal authority to patrol the mails, to patrol bookstores, to raid publishing houses. Um, in America. Stop. In America, yeah. From the <laughs> you know, 18, 1873 till, 19, till the early
1: 1930s. Um, this is sort of standard practice. So the Soviets brought in a lot of troops. They just didn't bring enough. And this was because Stalin had predicted that Finland would fall in about 12 days. Sound familiar?
0: (laughs) Um, Wait, you said Stalin, Stalin, not Putin, right?
1: (laughs) They believed that by bringing in, they would would bring in a military force and Finland would collapse from the inside. Um, This was not only uh, based on a misunderstanding of the Finnish will to fight, but... After the Civil War that we just talked about and the red, the the red side, the Bolshevik side of the, the Finnish Civil War lost the leaders of the Civil War fled to Moscow where they lived into the 20s and 30s, and they were convinced that if this attack on Finland happened the the working classes would rise up and finland would fall within a few days so these are finnish expats
0: slash refugees in moscow that are feeding this to the soviet elite
1: right and and that and that they're they're telling them what the what the soviets might hear
0: in one of your recent articles you present a cautionary note about and this is super cool, uh, Mr. Lowenstein, a cautionary note about trading with the enemy. (laughs) There are some parallels uh, between 19th century cotton and 21st century oil trade, right? Uh,
8: Very much so, and and very disturbing in both cases. Uh, To start with the 21st century, we're reading every day how uh, Germany and uh, Italy and other European states are getting tremendous amounts of oil and gas from Putin. So Which is crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Even as they're sanctioning the Russians, speaking out against them, they're as horrified as we are at what's going on. Guess who's paying for his war? I mean, it's as we're speaking, it's it's uh-huh. happening. It is uh, crazy. Yeah. So the North was in a very similar situation. The North needed uh, Southern cotton and they also uh, wanted the British and French to get Southern cotton because they, they were afraid that the British would intervene in the war on the side of the South or intervene to force a ceasefire and, and, and keep the two halves of America uh, independent. So in the same speech where Nixon announced that he was shutting the gold window, no longer redeeming dollars for gold for foreign central banks. He didn't want it to be just a negative speech. So he said, I want to do something positive. We know this from the tapes where he discusses what he's going to say with his advisors.
0: The famous he, tapes. Okay. The
8: famous tapes. He says, uh, in order to you know, look like I'm in charge of things, I'm going to announce wage and price controls. So prices and wages were frozen for a while, and then they were allowed to rise only gradually. But the result was shortages of lots of things, uh, and that did not help economic recovery. And as soon as the controls came off, prices shot back up to where they would have been. Uh, the shortages went away, thank goodness, but it
0: it only temporarily suppressed the appearance uh, of inflation. So this is the 1890s. How long did this uh, Civil War pension program continue then? <laughs> well, they coming out way. of woodworks here.
6: <laughs> that's right. And so
8: as I said, they granted pensions to uh, to survivors. And so, believe it or not, the last recipient of a Civil War pension just passed away in 2020.
0: I'm sorry, uh, say that again.
8: The last recipient of a Civil War pension passed away in 2020, about two years ago.
6: <laughs> and <laughs> what? how is that even possible? It's a great story.
5: You're correctly comparing it to the Federal Reserve. I'm proposing strengthening the independence of the leadership of the CDC. But I also think it's really important for Congress to put in place a statute that clearly gives the CDC certain parts. We don't have that right now. Most agencies are created by statute. And the statute says the agency can do A, B, C, and D.
0: How is the CDC created?
5: Well, it was created by executive action. The areas where they
3: have the highest union density, auto, construction, um, steel, that's where there's been a great loss of workers. Um, they, you know, they had high density in, in textile and garment and um, shoes and all those jobs left the U.S., and what Understood. the, what the unions to... didn't do is they didn't, they, for a long time, they just represented their members and didn't go organize. But then starting... You mean didn't
8: go to recruit?
3: They didn't go to recruit. They, they, they you know, the, the workforce grew in the service sector and the high tech and all those industries, and they kept organizing, they kept taking care of their own members. The unions that did organize, healthcare unions, public sector unions, they grew. And And they became very powerful political forces in this country.
6: Extraterrestrial civilizations out there um, beyond Earth is something that was already on the table being discussed and debated among philosophers in in ancient Rome, ancient Greece. It was already back there. Um, And when Christianity comes along, it continues on. And in fact, by the time you get to say the... I think at least the 17th, probably the latest is the 17th century. Most literate people in the Christian West, at least, believed that it was likely there were extraterrestrial civilizations on on the planets Um, and on the moon, by the way. The moon would have been included in that. Um, And you have, in fact, theologians who um, go to great lengths, who try to, in fact, make calculations about how many people, inhabitants, Planets like Jupiter or planet planets like Mars, or how many people live on the moon? That's wild. How would they do Earth? that? Based... Because our population is aging, Adele, and the um, Alzheimer's disease, the number one risk factor is aging. And so, as our population grows older, estimates are that the current 6 million might more than double by 2050. We're looking at more than 12 million people living with Alzheimer's disease at 2050 because largely driven by an aging population, unless we are able to develop effective interventions that can prevent symptoms in our elderly.
4: This is has become tremendously politicized and someone such as Mr. Putin understands that it is a common history. And that's why he claims we are one people. We should be one state because we have a common origin. Kiev and Rus is just as it sounds. It's Kiev and it's Rus. It's things Ukrainian, things Russian. It's common. So in, for Mr. Putin, this is why uh, independent statehood, let alone something like joining NATO or let alone um, EU membership or forming a political system like a democratic kind of a political system is anathema.
3: We hope you are enjoying this podcast. And if you are, then why not treat us to a cup of coffee? That's right. For the price of a cup of coffee, you too can become a monthly supporter of the Peel.News podcast. We rely on your support to continue this program, to continue peeling the history behind our news. Supporting us is easy. Just click, click, the support link in the detailed caption of this episode. And while you're there, check out the information about our guests and other attributions and links. And thank you!
0: The opinions and statements of our guests are their own. We neither agree nor disagree with them. We're only interested in the perspective they provide through history. At the ThePeel.News, we're honored that our guests share their expertise with us, most of which are based on years of scholarship and research, and we provide links to their projects and publications for your benefit, to review them if you wish. Otherwise, we're not affiliated with our guests. We just think they teach us pretty cool history, the history behind our news. Also, unless we explicitly inform you we're not affiliated with any institutions, including Amazon, for which book links are shared here from time to time for your convenience. Finally, as a reminder, we don't do news here at the PL.News, we peel the news for the history behind it. And our mission is not to provide a complete account and analysis of the past, rather is to highlight some issues and incidents in our history that may poke and prod your discerning minds into seeking some perspective to our news. And if you disagree with our take on history, well then, it means we've succeeded in getting you to think about the history behind news. And of course, share your thoughts with me by leaving your comments about this episode right on our homepage at www.thepil.news. Just click the email icon in the lower right corner of your screen. I love to hear from you. I love to learn from you. Until next time, this is Adele, the host of the PL.news.